Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Macro Compass. How to invest in Q2? Because push and pull macro and market dynamics that dominated in Q1 left investors quite confused on how to approach Q2. We had a soft landing, no landing at all, a banking crisis that led to an immediate recession, apparently. We had Chinese reopening, yes, Chinese reopening, no, S&P 3850, S&P 4200. These dynamics were quite confusing. So let's have a look at Q2 now. And this is why in this piece, we will quickly review the last quarter through the lenses of volatility-adjusted market performance across asset classes. We will refresh the key variables behind our quantitative asset allocation model and macro framework and reflect on what are the valuations and the opportunities out there, concluding with our ETF portfolio allocations to kickstart in an actionable way the second quarter. Now, first a reflection on the first quarter, because for long-term macro investors, Q1 brought mildly positive returns with a truckload of volatility and actually went away without marking the start of any major macro trends. Let's also remind ourselves that US cash-equivalent products yield about 5%. So little to be excited about in terms of excess returns against the risk-free rate. Our volatility-adjusted market dashboard that you see in the first chart screens global macro asset classes returns from a risk-adjusted performance perspective. And it shows that from a three-month perspective, basically there were no assets with Z-score above one, which means there was no major volatility-adjusted action and performance in the first quarter. And rather than in being outright long or short a certain asset in this three-month period, the most significant Q1 macro trend was a rotation in U.S. equity sectors. Tech and consumer discretionary largely outperformed defensive sectors like healthcare and utilities, as you can see in the second chart of the piece. But why? There's an excellent chart from Goldman Sachs, the third one in the article, that explains why. Mechanical re-leveraging flows and not macro fundamentals. If you walk back to November 2022, Powell was channeling his inner Volcker. There was no end in sight, if you remember, for the hiking cycle. The most hated asset in such an environment are high-beta, unprofitable tech and meme companies. But fast forward to early 2023, you had first this inflation and then a more prudent Fed after the SVB saga, which brought in systematic hedge fund flows and the Fed pivot buyers, the CTA community, the hedge fund community, which led to a massive short squeeze on exactly these names, high beta and profitable tech meme companies, which were the most hated and the most shorted entering 2023. As you can see in the chart, the worst performers of 2022 are exactly one-on-one the best performers of the first quarter of 2023. Nothing to do with macro fundamentals, but a good reminder to respect the power of macro-insensitive and systematic flows. With that in mind, how do we approach the second quarter? First of all, let's review the macro fundamentals. The Macro Compass Quadrant Asset Allocation Model blends together monetary policy and economic growth indicators to identify what is the prevailing macro quadrant and hence the most appropriate asset allocation tilt to apply. It combines that with an assessment of valuations cross asset and also correlations and portfolio volatility 
to come up with the allocations that you will see in the long-term macro ETF portfolios to make all of this very actionable. Now, on a quadrant, there are two axes, the x-axis and the y-axis. So let's start from the y-axis, which describes the global monetary policy stance. We think that right now it remains tight due to elevated and sticky real yields, and also it's about to get tighter as the flow of financial money turns more negative. First, let's talk about real yields. The chart you see in the article shows long-dated real yields in the U.S. They are now positive and above equilibrium, not only in the U.S., but in many other jurisdictions. That is historically negative for growth and markets because our debt-based system struggles to roll over cheap leverage if real yields are positive and above equilibrium. So in the U.S., as you can see in the chart, sustained periods of above equilibrium real yields always lead to poor market performance, like in 2015 and in 2018. In 2022, it was the rate of change in real yields that really scared markets, because we went from negative 0.75% YOLO levels in March 2022 to plus 1.5%, which were the October levels when Powell seemed to be like Volcker, in only six months. And such a huge change in risk-free real yields requires tectonic adjustments in markets and in valuations. Since that scare due to the rate of change in real yields, real yields themselves have stabilized, but they are averaging a very tight plus 0.93% for already six months. So while in 2022, it was the rate of change of real yields that scared markets, we're looking now at real yields likely to remain in tight territory, and markets don't like tight conditions, especially if they last for a long period of time, as they were heading in 2015 or at the end of 2018. So we are moving from a rate of change scare to real yields being scary because they remain above equilibrium for too long. So, okay, this is about real yields, but remember the other component of the y-axis that we care about is the flow of financial money. Are we really doing QT or are central banks actually printing money? And how's that, how does that affect macro and markets in Q2? How to combine that with our assessment of macro growth and credit impulse going forward and how to best position portfolios going into Q2? If you're eager to have the answers to these questions and read the remaining part of the report, come on the Macro Compass premium platform. You'll get access to the full length piece, to all my pieces, to the actionable investment strategy, which is behind our actionable ETF portfolio and tactical trade ideas and much, much more. Check out which subscription tier suits you the most using the link at the end of the article or otherwise going on themacrocompass.com. Thanks again for listening and I will update you guys again very soon.